Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is the place where we save souls and set the captives free from spiritual bondage in deliverance and spiritual warfare. My name is Apostle Tina, and our mission is to help you win the warfare in your life by equipping you to sever spiritual strongholds, break generational curses, and find freedom from your now to your next. Join our community of freedom fighters through transparency to transformation in Christ Jesus. Make sure you go now, like, subscribe, and share. God bless. Good evening, freedom fighters. Hello. This is Tina. I am your host tonight for our tea and testimony. Um, If this is your first time, make sure you click the subscription for the notification bell so that you know when we go live here on this platform. If this is not your first time, please thank you for sowing your time for coming here. You could be a number of places, but you chose to come here and be with us tonight here at Flawed and Free. And so it will be myself tonight. There's something I want to share, a prophetic word of the Lord um, that he gave me several months ago. The Holy Spirit reminded me of this afternoon um, in time of prayer and meditation with him. So I would like to release that word. Sometimes I will release things immediately. So forgive me if I have already. Sometimes I sit a lot on the things that God is saying um, or whatever he is, is ministering to me about I may keep it to myself and just take it to him in prayer, or I may actually um, post and uh, or put it on the podcast or or actually um, um, put it in my ministry group. So if you've heard it before, my my apologies, but I don't think I don't think so. Um, It was something that the Lord gave me about five o'clock in the morning about preparation in this season. Hi, Brandy. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. Um, And so I want to share that with you because some of you might not have heard it. I think most of you haven't, honestly. Um, uh, I got hair here in my mouth. Sorry. Um, Some of you have not heard it. And so uh, still there. Okay, it's gone now. Sorry, sorry. Um, So yeah, yeah, we're going to proceed tonight um, as we do not have a guest tonight, but we're going to have a good time nonetheless because there's something that 
um, I do want to share some scriptures. I want some supporting scriptures and things that the Lord was giving me to to share with this prophetic word that he gave me. We're going to be talking about God's time on his terms. So time on God's terms is what we'll be speaking to about. And if he leads us to go another place, then fine, we'll go another place. Um, but I believe that this is something he wants me to begin to minister to you guys about, which is time on God's terms, time on God's terms. So as he leads us, we'll proceed and see what the Holy Spirit has to say. But for now, I want you to make sure that you like, subscribe, and share this broadcast on wherever you're watching, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Um, make sure you share this broadcast and make sure you click the notification bell so that you know when we go live so you don't miss this time as we go live. And we want to evangelize um, as we do this through social media digitally. So make sure that you're tagging a friend or, or letting someone know um, as we share the goodness of Jesus, the God gospel of the Lord here tonight. This is going to, there's going to be a word here. I feel it in my spirit as I've been meditating and hearing the Holy Spirit say so much to me in preparation for me coming out today. So I don't know what's all on his heart and all on his mind. I do know a few things that he wants me to touch on tonight. Um, but as far as where he's going to go in its entirety, I don't know. But let's get into the word for tonight, the word that I would like to release tonight upon the body of Christ. And but before we do that, let's 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 open up our hearts and prepare in prayer right now. Um, Father God, we thank you. We thank you for this platform. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for tea and testimony for every single listener, for every watcher, for every follower that has sold their time, their seeds, and anything that they have given into this ministry. But above all, Father God, we enlist the help of you, Father, the help of the Holy Ghost tonight. Father, may I be a yielded vessel for you to feel, for you to do your work, for you to do your will. Father God, I thank you for the opportunity. I thank you for the authority that you have given us, Father, in this day. Father, I just pray that whatsoever it is that you desire to come upon this broadcast, that may it fall fresh upon my mouth, even as I release it into the earth right now in the name of Jesus. May your people May the sons of God be blessed. May they be blessed, Father God, above measure. Father God, I pray that whatsoever that you will speak to them, even as you are speaking through me, that you will speak to them and that you will give them divine direction and revelation and even more wisdom for what is needed for their journey, for their path, and for all that you have called them to do individually, Father. So, Father, I just say thank you. I say thank you for trusting me. I say thank you for what will come of this time together as we fellowship and as we partner with you. Father God, may we forever be yielded to you. May we forever honor you, praise you, and give you all the glory. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. So the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord that I want to release to you, I received it in, this, in February, February of this year, February 2023. I added to this note, I can't remember the day, I believe it was February 3rd third um, of this year at 5 18 a.m. So the word of the Lord is this. The word said, the Lord says there is an apostolic advancement taking place right now 
for God's people. I am thrusting them forward to their next through divine appointments, through activations, through impartations, meetings, and more. So the will of my father may manifest in the earth. I am doing a quick work. Now is the time. Many have tarried and travailed for this moment and will experience a great birthing globally with all that I have impregnated their souls with for such a time as this. Due time and season is at hand. Grab your birthing stools and get ready to push. The promises of God are here and will reveal themselves soon and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Protect what I have given you all to carry for the enemy has tirelessly made attempt after attempt to abort the seed to receive the blessing and the promises I have given you. Some of you have already begun to feel the aches and pains of pending childbirth, similar to Braxton Hicks contractions, and believed it to be warfare. It is not. It is me. It was me preparing you to endure the birthing process. You have been stretched, become increasingly uncomfortable, experience some aches and pains in this growth phase, and even some excitement and joy in expectation of the arrival of your promise. Do not worry. I am here. I am with you. And you have not carried this alone. Though you may have felt like you have, trust me, I have made a way and will keep you safe from the roaring lion who seeks to devour you. You are due real soon. Glory be to God. That is a word from the Lord that he gave me in February of this year at about five o'clock in the morning. And I feel that the time is now to release that prophetic word that he sent, that he wanted me to share. As I prayed over that word, the Holy Spirit brought it to my remembrance this afternoon and sent me to my notes to pull it out so that I could share that with you today. So for today, for such a time as this, today is the day, now is the time. Glory be to God. My ministry members and I have been discussing some things they've been seeing prophetically in the word, in the realm of the spirit. And, he, and, and, and I noticed that the word that he gave me in February, that the Holy Spirit reminded me to share with you tonight, that it was time to release that word, that it was time to release it and it was time to share it, but that it aligned with the timeline of God, that that prophetic word, as we just released it, as it aligns with his timeline, that God is already moving and preparing us for birth. He is already processing and preparing us for birth as we have been impregnated. Our souls have been impregnated with the things of God that he has been positioning us for so that we can 
carry out the call, the commission that he's placed upon our lives. And we are synchronized and synchronizing our minds, the members of our bodies and our lives for the work and the will of God to be done. And so the enemy has made attempts to abort the seed that's been placed inside of you and you've experienced some warfare in those attempts. But God is also saying to trust him for his timing is perfect. God's timing is truly perfect and we must continue to give our time to God and allow him to, to release the will, the word, the, the, the work that comes with carrying out the word that he has given you on his terms. On, in his timing. And so we don't want to ever, I'm, I'm always praying to be in synchronization, to be in alignment with the will of God, because sometimes God will give you a word. He will give you an assignment. He will give you a mission. He will give something to you. And if you do not discern the time in which you are to move, you could actually be doing the work and the will of God in the wrong time and out of season. So I'm, I want to encourage you today as I, as I know the Holy Spirit is, is placing in my heart right now to share with you. Some of you think that you are out of time and out of season. Some of you have thought you'd be married by now. You'd have children by now. Your business would be a multi-million dollar six-figure business plus, and it just hasn't seemed to align with what you envision, the plan that God gave you to manifest. And so you may be saying to yourself, I'm late. I'm, I'm out of order. I'm not in God's timeline because God told me back in 2012 or God told me six months ago, Ago, or God told me um, nine months ago, whatever the timeline is, you told yourself, I am, I have not done what I was supposed to do. I'm not in my right place or in my right season because I am not doing what God has told me to do. But have you really and truly fasted, prayed and waited to receive the word as to when God wanted you to move and how he wanted you to move? move and in what season he wanted you to move because you never ever want to move outside of God's timeline. You never want to move prematurely. You definitely don't want to procrastinate and move late, but you want to walk alongside of God, hand in hand with God as you syncopate your movement in God's time and God's season. And so some of us have said, you know what? I'm still waiting on the manifestation of what I know God has for me. Why have I not seen it? Why has these things not come to pass yet? And it could be, it could be demonic or it may not. It may be God's timing. I have said this somewhere, other places to my daughters. I said, sometimes delays or sometimes what appears to be um, something that's being held up in the spirit is not necessarily warfare, but it is because you are not ready. God has not fully prepared and or positioned the people, the resources, or whatever is coming around the corner that God sees that you can't see, that he may have you to 
pause on in a season. So you may be moving and moving in sync and an alignment in accordance to God's divine timetable and timeline and suddenly feel yourself halting or pausing or being in a still state. And you're like, this has got to be demonic. This has got to be warfare. This has got to be pushback. But I want you guys to continue as God is revealing these things to you, as he is revealing them to you in dreams, as he's revealing things and showing you in visions, as he is speaking to you all throughout the day in prayer to make sure that you are giving what God has said and the revelation of the word that is being released upon your life back to God, placing it back upon the altar for him to release and to help you to discern your proper time and season. Lord, I feel like my head's backwards. <laughs> your proper time and season. Okay. So I want, I, I, I really need to drive this home. I need you to understand that, that it might feel like it's warfare, but it's not always warfare. Sometimes delays are not always demonic. Sometimes detours are godly detours and they're not always demonically influenced. And it is because God can see around the bend. We can only see to the hill, but God sees beyond the hill. God sees beyond the hill. And so this is why it's important because our sight is limited, whereas God's sight is beyond limitations. There is no limitations with what God can see, what God can, what he knows. And so because he's all knowing, because he can see all things that we cannot see, then we must give our timelines and our movement to God, right? We must give it to God and allow God to synchronize our timeline with his so that we can move in accordance to his will. So as the word was released today, God spoke to pending childbirth, Braxton Hicks contractions in preparation for birth. Because what one thing I do know that I want you to remember as God's preparing you from going from your now to your next is that he will never allow you to enter into your next season without testing you. Right. And so I was I was just having a conversation the other day with someone and I was speaking to a time in my life as I feel like I am even in the present moment where I spent years learning. I spent years um, hearing from God. I spent years receiving um, God's plan for the future. I received um, lots of revelation and journals of things that of uh, blueprints and plans that God had given me. And I acquired a lot of knowledge in this season. This is a season where I got a lot of information and God was allowing me to maybe sometimes read, which that didn't happen very often, but he'll allow me to go and resource most of what he gave me or has given me has come directly from the mouth of the Holy Spirit to my ear, to, to, to my life. And so sometimes he'll have me step step out and research or look something up or 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 affirm something that he's told me. And so I was saying to 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 someone here recently, I was saying that I acquired the knowledge, I acquired the information, I acquired a lot of um, the revelation of what God was giving me to do in business, what He was giving me to do in ministry, what He was giving me to do in the marketplace, what He was giving me to do. At 
as I was following his instructions in preparation for marriage and so much more. And so as he was giving me these things, I was not able to exercise what had been revealed. I was not able to experience the, the manifestation tangibly with what he had revealed and released to me. And so I had all this knowledge, gone through deliverance, gone through healing and preparation for the promise. But once the promise comes, once it manifests, once it's able right there in your face, now is time to take the test, right? Now is time for the, and then you then have a testimony, right? You then have a testimony to give to others with what happened while you were in the wilderness or what happened when you were enduring deliverance or, or a time of season of process or purging or purification or growth in God. And then once you acquire this time with him, as you learn and seek the face of the father, now it's time to be tested. So before God will let you move into the promise, before God will let you move into the next place, into the next season, he will then test, right? He will then test and try you, right? So demonically you will be tried, but the, but the Lord also tries you to test you, to see if you are ready to move into the next place. And so as God has not only revealed the thing, and I am now experiencing it, experiencing it in the natural realm, I am now being tested. I am now being tested. So sometimes the Lord will open a door and it might not be the door that you're looking for just yet, but it is in preparation for the door that's coming behind the next door, because that's the door that's going to open to your destiny. But there's a test. There's a time of testing that comes that you must pass the test. Every single nurse, some of you know, I'm in the medical field and, and, or, or, or for 20 plus years. And I went to school and I did clinicals and I went and did the work and all of this. And I showed up every day and I acquired the knowledge. I acquired the degree and received the information, but guess what? I had to go take the NCLEX. I had to go take, when I became a nurse practitioner, I had to go become board certified and I had to go take a test an acquis a, a test of acquisition, a test to test what I had learned. I had to put what I learned to the test. And then I received the certification. Then I received the degree. Then I was deemed as, 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 um, I was deemed, how can I, I'm trying to find the right word. I was deemed as, um, competent. I'll say competent, right? Uh, I was deemed competent, not just based on the fact that I had gone to school, not based on the fact that I received the information or even gotten the degree, but it wasn't until I passed the test that I was then able to prove, to validate who I was and what God had given me to do to carry out in the earth. And the same is so spiritually as we walk with God. And so you might think I'm out of time. I'm late. You may compare yourself with your friends or family or coworkers or, or even people around you and, and say, you know what? This person has already started their podcast. This person's already got their book published. This person's already got their business up and running. God told me to do 
do the same business or God told me to do something similar and they're already walking in it. So now I can't do it because somebody else is doing it. Or now this isn't, you know, maybe I waited too late. It's never too late. It is never too late as long as you have breath in your body to give your body and your mind, your all that you are back to God and say, God, align my life with yours. Align my life with your timeline. And you will see that God has the ability to restructure, to realign time because God moves outside of time. He moves outside of matter. He moves outside of space. God moves outside of these things. Okay. And so because God moves outside of time, because he moves outside of these things, we are now able to see God make, move, make, restructure things for our life, right? Restructure where thing where you couldn't do it, but God can do it, right? Where you can, because you weren't supposed to be able to do it because there's certain things that only God can do. There's only certain doors that only God can open up for you. And so you must first get out of the way so that God can lead the way. And then he is the one who is able to move to realign time. We see so many times and even in scripture where God was realigning time, where God moved time, where God timing is very, very important to God. So keeping our life in structure and alignment with his timeline is very serious. It's very important. I'll give you an example for me personally. I'll give my own personal testimony. We are still in T and testimony. So as God moves outside of time, as God moves outside of matter and space, because remember he created time, he created time. So he created the heaven and the earth, the moon and the sun and the stars. He created the cosmological systems. He created time. And so God is able to pause time. God is able to accelerate time. God is able to move outside of time. God moves outside of space and matter. God moves outside of gravity, right? So he can, he can fly, right? God can, we see, we see Enoch was taken up. We see Elijah taken up. And so we see where gravity did not prevent them from being able to move from one space to another, but it was only by the power of God. So God is so infinitely powerful and he creates our, our space, our light, the, the world that we live in. And he is not limited to that. He is not limited. So if he's not limited, he can position you to not be limited, right? As you move in faith. And so our timelines, we should always be bringing and placing before God, even as he gives us the mission, even as he gives you the assignment, even as he gives you the business, even as he gives you the book idea, even as he gives you um, the design desire for marriage or or what, whatever it is that God has placed in your life and in your hand, in your mind or set before you, it is for a set time and season right? Anything that's given or done out of season is not good. So even if it's a God thing, but it's being done outside of his timeline, out of his season, it's not good. We saw how he cursed the fig tree, right? It was not bearing fruit and it was in season. It was in season for this tree to bear fruit. However, it was not. And so this is why we must synchronize our time and seasons with God's because if it is your time, if it is your season and you're not being obedient and following the word of God via the Holy Ghost, then you can miss what God is calling you to do. You, you 
you can delay it. You can be behind time. And so this is something that we don't want to ever happen. We want to, at, at all times, at our very best, be able to partner and seek the face of the Father through fasting and prayer and through meditation and staying in sync and synchronize with God's season and with God's timing. And so you might think you were supposed to be married with four kids at 23 or 25 or married, but it may not be your time. There may It may not be your season. And so God will prepare you in your time and season. It doesn't change the promise, but it you must be prepared for what God is going to give you. You have to be prepared for the promise so that you don't abort it so that you don't mishandle it, so that you are able to do um, and um, what he's called you and you're able to be successful in carrying out the plan. And so before I came into the knowledge and the knowing um, that I was called to ministry, that I was actually called to ministry, I'd been a, a, a RN, a nurse practitioner for years, and I had begun the pathway of going back to school to get my doctorates. And so I signed up for a, a university and myself and one of my best friends, Dr. Elanda Douglas, we're like, we're going to go to school together. And at the time I was preparing, I was working in corporate America and I was preparing to climb the corporate ladder. And so I knew that um, it would give me a leg up if I were to have my doctorates. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to get my doctorates so that I can prepare myself for this promotion, for this position that I felt like um, was a part of God's plan for my life. And so I'd never sought God in this time to pray and fast and wait to see what God had to say, because it seemed like it made sense, right? That I continued the journey that God had allowed me to carry out, which was my life as a medical provider. And so I was a nurse practitioner at this time, and I've already been promoted and experienced over 20 something years in the field. And I'm like, this is it. This is the time. This is the time. Now is my time. And so I put in the application to prepare, but the Lord halted my application process and he had me pull my application for my doctor's program. At the time, I didn't fully understand why. I just kept feeling this hesitance in my soul and my spirit. And one day in one of my business meetings, I'm at um, a round table discussion. Um, I was a nursing administrator in a hospital and it's myself, this the chief medical officer, all all of the big heads of the of the hospital, the CNO, the chief nurse, nursing officer, the chief medical officer, all of the chief cardiologists, all of us are all at this round table. And I hear the voice of the Lord. I hear, I, I, I literally can hear it now as, as, as I'm sharing this testimony with you. There's just a, there's just all this conversation happening at the table, but I hear loud and clear the voice of the Lord. And he said to me, this is not it. This is not it. And I was like, like, kind of like, 
did anybody else hear that? Or was that just me? But it was the Holy Ghost. And he was telling me that this was not it, right? And so because I, even though I had a seat at the table, I wanted a higher seat at the table. But God was telling me that that was not it. So I went back and saw God. After that meeting, I was kind of stunned by the revelation I received. I went back to God in prayer. And that's when God revealed to me that he he was calling me into the marketplace and I did not know that this was nowhere on my radar okay I had no thoughts or idea I knew ministry was a part of my life because it had already begun um and I didn't know the depth of what I was called to in ministry had no clue um but this is when he called me into to becoming an entrepreneur now that I, I didn't go to school to, in business I didn't go to school for marketing I didn't go to school for anything business related all four plus, I might have four degrees and a certification from Cornell University. Now I have in women's entrepreneurship because I went later. Um, and the Holy Spirit sent me back to school uh, for, for a little time to receive a certificate for entrepreneurship. However, in this time, I had zero clue. I was knocked off my feet. I'm like, what do you mean? And so he spoke to me in a dream. He spoke to me in a dream about entrepreneurship and told me that I would be a serial entrepreneur and he gave me one of uh one of the biggest businesses that I'm still building right now that has yet to come into manifestation but he gave and it was so huge I was so I wasn't overwhelmed but the the dream and the vision that God gave me for this business was massive and I was like oh my god me you want me to do this? This is what you're calling me to do? And from that day on, I continued to pray into the word that had been released. Well, shortly thereafter, um, he begins to speak to me on my job. And he tells me that I'm leaving my job. And I did. I left my job. And then I was going into full-time ministry. And so once I was catapulted, basically drafted. <laughs> I was drafted out of my life with, uh, in, in, in the med, in the medical space into the ministry, into ministry full-time and into the marketplace. Then he revealed to me that I was 13 years. No, he didn't give me the timeline. Then he said that what I was doing in this season in preparation for ministry and the marketplace, I was supposed to have been doing in my 30s. And so for some of y'all, y'all might think I'm in my 30s, but sis is not. I'm in the over 40 club, okay? I'm in the over 40 club. Matter of fact, this is my birth month. June is my birth month. So I turned 45, which I'm proud to say. I thank God for allowing me to live um, June 29th, this, this long. So I pray that I will see uh, June the 29th, as I know that I will, and many more years. Nonetheless, the Lord told me, and this was several years ago that he revealed this to me, that what I was doing and what he was positioning me for in the ministry and in the marketplace was to, he had assigned to me in my 30s. And when I received this revelation from God, I cried, I cried, I cried because I was like, Lord, I'm so sorry for being disobedient. I didn't know. And I'm going back into my head like, what was I doing in my 30s? Where was I at? Why did I not get this from God? Why? Because I was on my own agenda. 
I was on my own purpose. I was on my own, you know, what I thought was right, what I thought made sense, right? And to me, it made sense, right? Because I, I, I started nursing in my 20s. And so it was like, let me just climb the ladder. Let me just get more certifications. Let me just get more degrees. Let me make myself more marketable in my field as a nurse. And God began to show me that he had actually created me um, for another for for such a time as this but he created me for much more than what I had limited myself to so I thought I was doing well right because my goal was to be the six-figure chick and that's what I was making six figures plus right I was making six figures plus then I had limited myself to that God said, no, you were called to be a multimillionaire. <laughs> You're called to be a kingdompreneur. You're actually called to build businesses for the kingdom. You're called to be a kingdom financier. You're actually called to be a kingdom philanthropist. You're actually called, and he began not all at one time, all of these revelations for what God has given me in the ministry and in, mark, in the marketplace, I was able to receive because I have now yielded. Yielded meaning I have submitted, I have surrendered my whole complete life, my future, my now, my next, my past, and everything for God to position me and prepare me to move into the next space. I had no idea that all of these things were on the agenda for my life that was written in the book of destiny for my life. I had no idea, but it wasn't until I let go of what I perceived myself to be good for, to be good at, to be able to do in my own hand and my own strength with my own intellect and mind that God had an infinite plan that was bigger, that was better, that was greater than the plan that I saw for myself. I thought that was it. Okay. I was going to be a nurse practitioner. I was going to get my doctorates. I was going to, at best, I, I had thought back in the past that I would open up my own clinic and, and I would have my own clinic. Okay. So that was as close as I got to entrepreneurship. But the Lord himself said, no, 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 baby girl, I got much, much more for you, more than you could ever think or imagine. And so as I began to cry, as tears began to fall from my face, because I was like, how do I make up the time? How do I make up the time? I was supposed to be in ministry. I was supposed to be um, building the kingdom. I was supposed to be advancing the kingdom. And I had no clue. I was limited myself to what I could do. And so I cried, cried, cried. And I literally felt the Holy Spirit tap me. And he told me then, in that very moment, the Holy Ghost said to me, he said, I am accelerating the time. I'm redeeming the time. The Lord told me. He said, I am redeeming the time. He said, not only am I redeeming the time, but I'm accelerating time. And so I remember when he said that, I remember questioning what I was hearing because I knew that God had the ability to accelerate and advance time because I know that he is time. He creates time. And so I understood it. But I also was like, well, you said my 30s. I'm in my 40s. I'm almost 40. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, how do you take back and how do you fast forward, right? This, this is 13 years, 12 years. Hey, Freedom Fighters, it's Tina, your host 
from Flawed and Free Podcast. Are you experiencing spiritual attacks in your dreams? Do you have questions about spiritual warfare and deliverance? Or are you just seeking Holy Spirit led advice and wise counsel? I have great news for you. We are now offering one-to-one consultations to set you on the right path to purpose. Why struggle alone in your own thoughts when we together are a part of the body of Christ? Therefore, we must help one another. So as one of his servants, it would be a pleasure to support you on your journey from your now to your next. Go today, do not delay, and book your consultation with me. You can go to theflawedandfree.com or I will put the link in the episode description of this podcast and you can go there and book your session with me. God bless. How does this happen? But God told me to trust him. He told me to trust him. And I said, God, nonetheless, I will trust you. I'm telling you today that though you might think you are out of time, though you might think that you are late, though you might think that God has left you or forgotten you, though that you may think that God, where is the promise? Where's the business? Where's the book? Where's the podcast? Where's the man? Where's the wife? Where is the promise that you promised me? Because I know you told me to do a thing. I know you told me to be in a certain place. I know you told me to pray. I know you told me to fast. I know you told me to wait, but I've been waiting and I've been working and I've been warring and I have yet to see what you have said. And I think that I've done something wrong or I think that I'm out of time or I think that I'm not walking with you. I think that I'm walking maybe too late or maybe I've gone ahead of you. God, please, please, Lord, tell me where I'm at. Where am I at? And you feel lost and confused in your mind because it's like, I know God said to do this. I know God told me to connect here. I know God told me to be here. I know God told me to pray. I know God told me. So why am I not in the place that I believe I'm supposed to be? Understand and know that it is the Holy Spirit's job. It is his job to bring forth the things that you are to know. It is his job to put the people before you that you are to connect with. It is his job to make sure that the doors open at the right time, the right doors open at the right time in the right season and not to condemn yourself for being not in the right place. God knows how to pivot. He knows how to, you, you must learn how to pivot. So when God has said, maybe go, and then he says, sit, Please understand that it's a reason why God is saying to sit in this season, that it's a reason why God's telling you to wait. It's a reason why when God says go, when he says go, you can't let fear get in the way. You can't let fear stop you from what God has told you to do to say, well, I'm afraid that if I don't have enough money, if I don't have enough people to support me, if I don't have this, if I don't have that, then I might miss. Yeah, you will miss it. If God is saying go, 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 that's what he 
means. He means go. If God is saying sit, he means to sit, but you must discern the time and the season. And so just as God has accelerated time for me, the same God, I see him now accelerating for others. I see, why do I see this happening? I see it happening because we are in the end times and God is truly coming back for his bride. And the time has come. Remember the parable with the 10 virgins and the five that were prepared and the five that were not prepared. There's a time to prepare. There's a time to ready yourself. You don't want to be caught not ready. You don't want to be in position where God shows up and you don't have enough oil in your lamp and you get shut out of the promise. And so this is a time of preparation. This is a time of waiting. And remember God even said in the word, he said, for even no one knows the day nor the hour when he will return. And so, cause time is in his hands. And so we must live every day in synchronized fashion, every day waiting upon the Lord every day, because we don't know the day. We don't know the hour. We don't know the time. We don't know when God's going to press gr the green light and say, go. We don't know when God's going to say, sit and be still and rest my daughter. We don't know. And so this is why we must continue to live a lifestyle of prayer and fasting and meditating in the word so that we can be in alignment with God's time. So we can be on God's time and on his terms that we aren't measuring and comparing ourselves with the world and what the world is saying and what the world is doing and the timeline in which they say, this is the time to do this. This is the time to do that. When you have this and when you have that, I had all these things in my head about going into full-time ministry because the people of the world said you need six months worth of a strategy of exit strategy you need six months worth of finances you need a book right? You need this, you need that before you step out. And they were like, don't leave your secure job. Don't do this and don't do that until you have this in place, until you have that in place. Well, none of that happened. Okay. I, I, I prepared an exit plan, but my exit plan wasn't God's exit plan. So scratch that exit plan went out the window. My six months worth of savings, it went beyond six months. I'm now entering into my third year of full-time ministry in August. And it was more, it took more than six months worth of building and, and, and I'm still building. It took more than six months worth of finances to establish and to, and to, and to, 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 make um, and open up the grassroots of the ministry. And as I'm continuing to build and as people are helping me to build, all of this did not happen in one day, but God quickly accelerated. What I did in a year, some people took several years to do only because I follow Matthew 6 and 33 that says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. I had no idea as I begun as a solopreneur, I had no idea that God was going to send me an amazing team. Shout out to Flawed and Free and all of you that are partnered here in this ministry that are helping us lay the foundation and the bricks of that of the building that is, that is going forth for the kingdom purpose. Shout out to y'all. But God strategically 
strategically put me in position to see, to meet, and to align with these people that have become destiny pushers and destiny helpers on the journey that God has given for the vision that he has. Because the vision that I am carrying out is not my vision. It is God's vision. It is his mission. And I am a yielded vessel to the vision. I said yes to God. And not only did I say yes to God, I gave God everything. I gave him my career. I gave him my degrees. I gave him my children. I gave him my mind. I gave him my money. I gave him my mouth. I gave him my entire life. I laid my entire life down and said, nonetheless, God, your will and not my will. Whatever you say, do, I'm going to do. Wherever you say, go, I'm going to go. Whatever you say is what I will do. And I will tell you this act of obedience is what got me from my now to my next. And I'm still in a new season of my now to my next as I go from faith to faith and glory to glory. And this is what God has designed and desired for the people of God, for us to trust him. Just as he said, hey, I put these things inside of you. I equipped you. I impregnated you with purpose and you will birth your purpose. You will birth your promise in time and season when you are due. And we are now, some of us now are due. Some of us are now 40 weeks due. We are 40 weeks ready to push. He was telling me in February, in February, as I just read to you the prophetic word of the Lord, he was telling us to get our birthing stools, to get ready to push our purpose into the earth because what he had impregnated and given us that we had carried all this time, it was now maturing. It was now growing. And this is what God is doing in these seasons of preparation as he has impregnated you with the things that he has called you to do. He has called you to carry it for a time and a season. But when the time comes for you to be due, for you to birth out that process, that purpose, that plan that God has given you, that you must do it and be intentional about being careful about your carry, about what you're carrying and covering. So that when the time comes, you can then be ready so that the enemy can abort the seed that God has placed inside of you whether it's for ministry, whether it's for the marketplace, whether it's for your marriage, whether it's for um, some sort of entity or organization, whether it's for children or uh, men, whatever it is, right? I, I, I spoke to books. I spoke to podcasts. I spoke to platforms. I spoke to family and all these things that we'll say, God, I'm 30 years old. I'm 40 years old. Or I'm this old and I haven't had a child yet. And I'm too old to have a baby. That's a lie. Look at Sarah. Look at Sarai. Look Look at, look at Sarai turn Sarah. Remember God said she was in her 90s, almost 100 years old. And the promise that she gave her and Abraham that they would have a child and he still st stood true to the promise. He said, you will have a child. And she laughed, right? Just as I chuckled to myself as the Lord has talked to me about my ministry purpose and call. He said, hey, you're 13 years out of your timeline. After I counted the timeline, he said, this that I'm doing in your life now, I called you to do in your thirties, but you are now still walking in the promise. So it was so reassuring. My God, it was so reassuring to hear the Holy Ghost tell me that my promise had not left me, that I had not abandoned and aborted the promise, ignorant and unaware to what 
what God had impregnated me with for all of those years that the enemy tried to abort in rebellion, that the enemy tried to abort with seeds of ignorance, that the enemy tried to abort in distraction and demonic delays and demonic detours, that though God had allowed me to go down some of those paths that he did not ordain from my life, he still protected and covered me. He still helped to protect and cover what he had given me to carry so that I could birth out the promise for such a time as this for a season as this. So when I decided that, yes, God, I'm giving you my yes, that yes, I hear you, I see you, I'm with you, and I'm willing to wait, I'm willing to do whatever you call me to do. So my acceleration that God promised me in the ministry in ministry and the marketplace was quite accelerated. And it continues to go through a process of acceleration. Even to this day, I have a lot of people looking at me sideways that are like, how did you climb the ladder in minute? How did you do this? It wasn't the climbing of the ladder. It was the uh, God ordained me and God positioned me. God accelerated the time and he redeemed me. He redeemed me from the time that I missed and he brought forth. And yes, it was aggressive. That deliverance, my God, my deliverance was aggressive. Okay. Cause he was like, sis, I need to get you up to speed. I need to get you up to speed. I was coughing and choking and hacking and throwing up for God knows how long for days and days and days at a time, because my purging process and my purification process came one upon the other quick, 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 quick. And I'm telling you, it caused me to aggressively feel loss. Okay. I felt like I, I felt like Job for a moment because I, friends, family, job, kids, career, like gone. Okay. Like non-existent. There was nothing left but me and God. There was nothing left but me, God in a dark closet. Okay. And I didn't know whether I was coming, going, eating, sleeping, living, breathing, dying. I didn't know, but God was like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm talking about stretch after stretch after stretch, spiritual promotion after spiritual promotion. All of these spiritual things started happening. I started getting separate in heaven and crowns in heaven and garments in heaven and all sorts of things. My tongues are changing. I'm, I'm, I'm having spiritual birthings and they're manifesting in the natural. I'm crawling up the steps some days because the spirit of God is falling so heavy on me and I'm birthing out something and I'm being birthed into my calling for the nations. I'm being birthed into my calling in the apostolic. I'm being birthed into my call into deliverance. Let me tell y'all this thing hurts. The stretching hurt, the purging hurt. It was not easy. It was not fun. I'm telling you. And there was a lot of moments that were good, that were great, that were inspiring, that were amazing. But it was a lot of tears, a lot of travail, a lot of fasting. I should have been two pounds, right? As much as I, I mean, I would go days and days and days and days of not eating, fasting and on my knees, on my face. You're just lying prostrate before God day after day after day after day, not knowing how I was going to pay a bill, not knowing how I was going to do anything. But God said, trust me, I got you. I need you here. And you cannot leave this place. You cannot leave this place. Then it was very, very aggressive. Now, is that everybody's portion? Is that everybody's testimony? No, but I went through the fire. 
fire. Okay. Trust me when I tell you I went through the fire, but I came out not smelling like smoke. And God's going to do the same for you. You might be being tested and tried and purified and refined in this season. You might feel the heat of the Lord, the fire of God on your life. Things might be leaving you left and right. And you think God is left, but God has not left. And I just want you to be encouraged. Um, let's pull up um, Matthew. I have several scriptures here that God wanted me to bring forth to encourage you and his timing and, 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 and staying in sync with his time on God's terms. Um, let's look at Matthew 16, three. There's so many um, that we'll speak to, but I, I hear the Lord telling me to go to Matthew 16 and three. Matthew 16, verse 3 says, in, in, in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? Listen. <laughs> Listen, that should bless you right there, because I, I, I began to tell you earlier as I was speaking, when you discern God's timing, that God's season is just as important as the timing, because even though God may have given you a thing and you might understand naturally time right? You might naturally know it's five o'clock, it's two o'clock, it's 10 o'clock. It's this, you know, naturally you might know, okay, when you're 16 years old, you get a driver's license. It's time. When you're 18, it's time. Remember, you know, as your parents were growing you up and, and, and certain things like, you know, and you were asking for to maybe wear lip gloss or wear mascara or something. And your mother was pleading on your behalf before your father and was saying, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time when it was time for your menses and your cycle to come on. Right. And so there's a certain time that a woman begins to go through certain cycles and certain seasons and a certain time in their life. And so we as people can naturally understand seasons and time in the natural. But God is saying spiritually, are you able to discern the time and the season? Spiritually, are you able to tell time without looking at the time? Are you able to look and discern? Because before there was physical times, like it's 7.56 p.m., they had to look at the sun and the moon and the stars and where the sun set and where the sun rose and all of that to discern what time it was, right? This is in biblical time, but there was a, that was how they were able to assess time. How do you know, how do we know how croppers, how the farmers, how they were able to discern the season to plant, the season to cultivate, the season to till and grow and the season where they were to reap the harvest, right? Because there was a spiritual alignment with God, with what time and what season that they were to move to, to, to plant crops, to dig them up, to cultivate the soil, to, for the rain season and for the harvest season. And so we must learn how to grow our intimate relationship with God so that we can discern times and seasons spiritually so that we know how 
how to move in things spiritually, not just in the natural thing, but that we discern things in the spirit with how we are to move with God. Let's look at uh, Ephesians 5. 16. There's so many scriptures here on time. I want to talk a little bit about God's time. God's time is infinitely important. He speaks to time all throughout the Bible, all throughout the word. I mean, there are scripture after scripture after scripture from Genesis to Revelation. We have, let's see, Ephesians 5 verse 16 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Okay. So in this particular scripture, I spoke to the Lord showed me this scripture because he told me in the word revelationally in prayer one day that he was redeeming the time. And I didn't understand that at the time because I had never understood, nor was I aware in this time that God revealed this to me that he could redeem time. It was actually my first time hearing um, that time could be redeemed. I heard of restoration. I, I, I knew about being renewed um, and, and being transformed. I knew about being reconciled and what reconciliation and the ministry of reconciliation. But one thing I did not know was the redemption and the redeeming power of God. And so I knew that God was a redeemer, that Jesus was a redeemer by the power of the blood. And so why would I not think that God could redeem the time. And so as we are living in the evil day, as we are living in the end times, this is why you see a rapid insurgence right now of the Gen Z generation. And we see people um, that are on fire. I mean, younger, the younger generation that's hungry, on fire for God, moving for God, where the baby boomers and even in the, the millennial Gen X, where I'm coming out of um, Gen X, right, where we still to this day don't want God. So a lot of us, or we want um, we want a religious, we, we still move in religion, a lot of my generation, or in a place of neutrality. And even in all generations, we are still seeing people experience this, but we're seeing children really a praying being able to pray in tongues there that we're seeing the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in this time. Listen, I'm telling you, if I believe, I strongly believe that, that, that even dogs going to be prophesying. I'm waiting on the day if a donkey can do it. We know a dog can. If God can use a donkey in the word to prophesy and to speak, we know that, that dogs and cats and, and birds, and we see birds speaking, birds can talk, parrots can have a whole conversation with you. And so I believe that in these end times, as God continues to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, that he will use whatever yielded that, whatever vessel is willing, he will use it. He'll use a two-year-old, a five-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old. Listen, he is going to do it. It is already being done. We see the manifestation of it already happening right now. Let's look at uh, Revelations 1 verse 3. I have several here, several here with God speaking to time, God speaking to time. Blessed is he 
that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. The time is at hand. And so as God is preparing to come back for his bride to so these apostolic children, come on, Jasmine, as God is preparing the people of God for his return, for the return of the second Adam, which is the Lord Jesus, as the time comes, we're calling people to repent. We're calling people in this time right now as we're preparing for revival, we're calling people to come up and to come to God, not only to come up and to draw near to God, but to be saved and to go through the process of sanctification and deliverance to be his disciples, because God is raising up disciples for such a time as this, because he needs us to come together to deliver those people that are in bondage so that they can be set free from the proclivities, from the captivity of Satan. And once these people that God has called and created in the earth begin to walk in their divine destiny and purpose, then the manifestation of the kingdom of God can return and can come back. So before God can come back for his people, He it must be, it must look like him and it must be in a place that is ready and able to receive him. And so we're far from that. We're on our way. And so we're in an awakening phase right now. Right now you're seeing deliverance ministers and ministries coming up more than ever where it wasn't popular. Popular. We're seeing the prophetic move of God returning and growing and also being perverted because the Lord told us that would happen, that there would be false prophets and prophecy in this time to thwart the plans of God because we are still contending with the antichrist spirit and as we prepare as this time comes as the antichrist is coming to pull as many as he can away the remnant is rising so we i am a part of the remnant army that is being that is coming up that is coming out of their secret places with god and we are preparing and sharpening our swords preparing for war and we are coming together to build apostolic churches and hubs and deliverance and education so that we can grow the disciples and we can armor them with the war, with the war, um, like the warfare tools and the things that they, we can equip them, right, apostolically with what they need to go forth in the plans of God so that we can gather more souls. Because what is our goal? Our goal is souls. And so we see the exposure right now. We see an awakening right now. Though we are not fully in revival, we are preparing for the revival that is coming, right? We see some forms of revival erupting all over the earth, right? We see some cities, some states, some regions that are now beginning to bubble up and surface in the space of revival. We see some fires kindling, okay? So we see the fire of God and we see these little fires, right, that are being built up in, in different regions and are being ready for the revival that is yet to come. And so as we are in the awakening stage, we see the awakening angels and all of these things beginning to move in the earth for those that have the revelation to who God is and to what God is doing. And we're moving in sync with God's timeline and season. So prophetic 
prophetically, we're seeing, hearing, and releasing and revealing the prophetic word. As I release that prophetic word that God said, listen, it's time. God said, this is the time. The promises that I have given you, he said, due time and season is at hand. Let me read that to you again. As we just read Revelations 1 and 3, it said that time, it said, bring, bring it back up again. And Revelation 1 and 3. That last verse, it says, hear the words of this prophecy, hear the word and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Now, this is the word in Revelations 1 and 3. And God gave me, you can't see right here. God gave me this word um, that says many have tarried and travailed for this moment and will experience a great birthing globally with all that I have impregnated their souls with for such a time as this. Due time and season is at hand. Grab your birthing stools and get ready to push. The promises of God are here and will reveal themselves soon and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Protect what I have given you all to carry for the enemy has tirelessly made attempt after attempt to abort the seed to receive the blessing and the promises I have given you. So this word God gave me in February at five o'clock in the morning. And so as God gives me this word, he also gives me this scripture that I shared with you tonight in Revelation for the time is at hand. This is what he said to me. He said, the time is at hand. He said, the time, he said, the time is at hand and we are in due season. So as we are in due season, we must discern the time and the season and how to move incrementally and how to move intentionally and how to move prophetically as we are receiving the revelation of God and the wisdom of God to not only get the word, the prophetic word, but move and align the timeline and, and align and synchronize God's divine timetable, God's divine timelines and calendar to be in sync with the move of God in this season and in the seasons that are yet to come. And this is how we see the manifestation of the prophetic word coming to pass as we partner with the word, as we keep the word and we move in the word. Can we look at, I see another scripture here. The Lord is showing me. I got a whole bunch of them here. Isaiah 60 verse 22, Isaiah 60 Verse 22, I think we've already gone over at least three scriptures where God is speaking to time, season, and discerning the time. A little one shall become a thousand and a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. And so we know that God, that it is God alone that in his time, he will reveal and he will release prophetically the word that he has given. And all of these have context. All of these scriptures that God's referencing have context that you can read for yourself as to what he is pertaining and speaking to. But when God hastened, when he quickens, when he moves, he can move time, he can slow time down. And so it is him that does it in his time because he discerns the time and the 
season for what is needed, whether it be for a small group of people, whether it be for a large group of people, whatever the assignment is, it is God that actually synchronizes and moves time to quicken it, to, to slow it down, to accelerate it, to hasten the time. And so it is God, it is him himself who moves outside of time that is able to do that in which he has called us to do. Um, Malachi 3.11. Let's look at Malachi 3.11. He gave me a lot. We were going through a lot of scriptures here on time. Malachi 3 and 11. So we'll close out with this one as I have other ones I can give you if you want to study for yourself. Um, but Malachi 3 verses 11 says, and I will rebuke the devourer. Come on, y'all, for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of her hosts. That is a prophetic word from God speaking to the fruit, the vine, as we know that we are to bear fruit in season. You know that he is the vine and that we can only bear fruit or good fruit in God in season as we align our lives with the true vine who is the Lord God our righteous judge, the Lord himself. And so as we connect, as we come before God, he says, he, God says, I have the power to rebuke the devourer. Okay. So though the enemy may try to get you to abort the mission, though the enemy may try to, to, to get you, get you to bear bad fruit or the, the enemy may try to get you to move out of time or move out of season. It is God who destroys and rebukes the devourer but he will not allow your fruit to be destroyed. He will not allow before it is time for you to reap your harvest, before it's time for you to receive the promise, God will protect you. God will cover you. And this is a prophetic word from God. This is a word from the Lord of hosts. This is a word from God saying, listen, Listen, I will not allow this to happen. I will rebuke the devourer. I will destroy him and I will not allow your fruit to come forth in the wrong season. And so we thank God. I see what's the highest Noah. I think you're doing a great job teaching. <laughs> I love you, Noah. I love you so much, Noah. I'm glad you've enjoyed the teaching tonight. <laughs> that's that's my friend. That is my friend. You know he is a flawed and free partner. You know Noah is. He, I need to put Noah on the board. I need to put Noah on on the board here at at flawed and free. <laughs> But glory be to God. I pray that that is. <laughs> I pray that that is encouraging to you tonight. Um, that as you are seeking God, um, if you need to go back and listen to that prophetic word that I released, um, that God gave me to give tonight for such a time as this tonight, um, though it was given to me in February, um, I see that it was now time to release that word. If you were late and you missed coming on, um, that we are to synchronize our lives um, with God's timing because it's it's his time on God's terms. OK, God's time on God's terms. And so we must continue to seek the face of the father. We must continue to wait and pray and meditate on the word. We must continue to give our time to God every day in prayer 
and fasting, we must continue to give our timelines to God and we must continue to pray that we align and synchronize our watches, our timelines with God's that we don't go ahead of him, that we don't fall behind, that we don't procrastinate and let God um, go ahead or that we go ahead of him, but that we truly, truly, sincerely, regardless of what God has told you to do, what he has given you to do, what he's promised you that's coming in the future, that you continue to pray and wait and meditate, that you continue to place these things on the altar before God and let God align his timing with yours. Be, be vigilant, be vigilant, be vigilant. Glory be to God. Glory tonight's live had me laughing, crying and encouraged in Jesus mighty name. Thank you. Oh, thank. Yes, you are welcome. You are welcome for releasing that word. It wasn't mine to hold. Um, it was not mine to hold. And so when I got it, I'm like, what month? This is we're in June now. And so um, whenever God, God gives me a lot of things and sometimes I some things are just for social for, for certain people, for certain times, for certain spaces. And so sometimes he'll give me something for our ministry, for the women and in, in our ministry. And, and sometimes it's for my podcast, for those that follow whatever it is. He knows I'm obedient to him at all times. Thank you from a fellow June baby. Yes. Shout out to all the June babies. Y'all are extra, extra blessed. <laughs> Y'all are extra, extra blessed. If your birthday is in June, you are extra, extra, extra blessed. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So thank you for joining. If you feel led to sow a seed into the word tonight, into this ministry, the information is on the screen for you. If you feel led to partner with this ministry for the work that we are doing as we're building um, a brick and mortar um, here in the DFW area, we're planning um, to do a meet and greet here soon with some of the locals um, that are in this in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex or those that want to come in and do um, a meet and greet with us. And so there's so much yet ahead. We're planning another fast, another mid-year, uh, I believe it's a fast that we're putting together um, for the flawed and free community. Something like we did for here pretty soon in the upcoming months, like we did for the Esther fast at the top of the year. And so we'll be putting that together and we'll be keeping you posted with those things. But if you feel led to share and so you can do that now at dollar sign flawed free. Um, if you're giving through cash app, that's dollar sign flawed free. And if you're going to our secure site, our website, you can go to the flawed and free dot com slash give. That's the flawed or the the or the depends on what side of the world you live. Um, the flawed and free.com slash give you can give through PayPal or Tidly, and you can also give through Zelle. If you're a person that likes to give through Zelle, you can give at info at the flawed and free.com info at the flawed and free.com. So I pray that tonight's word bless you and that as you take it back to the Holy Ghost, he gives you even more revelation for what God is saying and how he is preparing you to go from your now to your next. God bless you. May he keep you and may he cover you from this day forward in Jesus name. I love you and good night, everybody. Good night.
Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening and allowing us to be a part of your spiritual journey and growth in Christ. Listen to fresh new episodes weekly on Wednesdays to be equipped with the tools, knowledge and strategies needed to dispossess the enemy, take dominion and be delivered into the promises of God. No more wilderness wanderings, warriors walk in your purpose and discover your identity where you are free to be me flawed and free. If you were blessed and empowered by today's show, we would appreciate your sown seed of support through donations and charitable giving as led by the Holy Spirit. You can go now to theflawedandfree.com slash give. That's theflawedandfree.com slash give. Or you can cash app us at dollar sign flawed free on Cash App. We are a nonprofit organization with a 501c3 designation. So all gifts, donations, and sown seeds of support that are given are also tax deductible. Thank you for your seed, for we know that it is placed in good soil, and we pray that you agree. So God bless and live your best life in Christ. Love you later. Till next time.